is March. Welcome to the Smitten Wordsmith Lifestyle, the podcast in personal growth and career design for writers and creatives. My name is March, and I'm here to guide you to get smitten with life and nurture a journey with Wordsmithery. Every Sunday, you'll get new insights and inspirations on in how to plan your success and manifest your dreams. After the episode, the conversation continues on a Smitten Wordsmith Facebook group. So, I can't wait to see you there. It's better with life, love, and art. Make the most of it. Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Smitten Wordsmith podcast. And as I mentioned in the previous episode, this whole month will be dedicated to our 20s. You know, just any lessons, inspirational messages, motivational messages that I could give you, you know, that I could impart to you you know, as lessons that I could, you know, insights that I could share to you, which would be very helpful. I would dedicate that to this month, especially the episodes that I'll be recording as I count down towards the days going to my 29th birthday, which will be my last year of my 20s in August, sometime in August. I'll be happy to, you know, share some experiences and maybe share some nuggets of wisdom to all of you and hopefully everyone could resonate with this so yes let's dive in for this episode we'll specifically talk about the things your 20s will teach you about life let's dive in your 20s will teach you a hell of a lot about life the good the bad the downright awful and sometimes you could have done with those lessons just a bit sooner. You could have wished you've learned them and, you know, save yourself from any pain, hurt, or yeah, any uncomfortable feelings you've experienced. But, you know, regardless of when you learn them, they are your lessons for life. And, you know, the best lessons to learn in your 20s, this is actually a time for you to have self-discovery. So when we learn countless life lessons like what kind of job you want, where you want to live, and who do you, you do not want to date, <laughs> for many people, this is a crucial part of that self-discovery, especially during a defining decade with so many life changes. And since this is also the decade wherein we were, for the first time, you know, really struggling to build a life for ourselves and really doing it all for ourselves, fresh out of college and all that. So who better ask about our 20s, you know, than yeah, the millennials going to their 30s now. And hopefully the voice for Chansey and millennials alike. And hopefully I could help. As a 20-something myself, I had to, you know, grill through the depths of my memories and experience for all the best lessons I've learned. So, let's dive in. Here are the lessons I've learned. First, I would say is that people may never be what you expect them to be, whether it's good or bad. So, in your 20s, you might realize that what you thought you knew about the world and people you idolize may be wrong. You may learn things you were sheltered from as a kid, you might grow apart from friends or family members, and you could be let down by people you thought would always have your back. It's the truth, but yeah, it's true for the reverse too. 
you learned that don't judge a book by its cover is a lesson you were taught as a kid, but you really start to learn it in your 20s. For example, the people you thought you would never get along with might become your best friends. Or actually, the job you always thought was never for you might be exactly what you want. So let people and situations show you who they are and don't judge anything or anyone before giving them a chance, right? Because actually, at the end of the day, life will find ways of showing you who your friends are. And when it does, take action. There's there's nothing wrong with completely cutting someone off and leaving them in your past if it's the right thing to do. And as you know, two words have never been spoken when they say that people come and go. So yes, that's the first lesson. Second, healing takes time. Sometimes even more time than it took to cause the hurt. You may actually feel impatient to be healed or move on from pain in your life, but you will probably still have moments where it comes back up. We get so focused on wanting to feel better now, and we want a pain to be gone, right? When we, you know, feel hurt or anything, but it takes a lot of unlearning. Like, you could never imagine. Many of us have a lot of learned behaviors we've used to protect ourselves, coping mechanisms that we have after we experience hurt so it takes time to change those behaviors and to be honest healing isn't linear you have to be active in your healing so instead of hoping to just get over it or you know try to forget about it think of healing as an active practice you could actually go to therapy Identify how to care for yourself or seek out support from the people you love and forgive who you need to, including yourself. Remember, things will get dark sometimes. However much you believe they won't, they will someday. And I wish this was the point I offered advice on how to get through it and skate it, but the truth is, there is often no good or painless way. Just know you will. That's why healing really takes time. Third, you can find your family in other relationships. Well, of course, family is important, but the good thing about growing up is moving out of your home and meeting a lot of new people is that you can find your family in other people besides who you are biologically related to. That's why our 20s, these are, you know, the years that are very special for us. We have a lot of firsts and Yeah, based on my experience, one of my first is that moving out of our family home and, you know, meeting a lot of people. And it's true that you can see some relationships that are close to family ties. Well, in your 20s, it's very important to reassess your familiar relationships. Are there boundaries you want to set in order to protect your own well-being or, you know, maybe even relationships you need to put less energy into? Oftentimes, we feel obligated to our family members, but in reality, our number one priority should be to live our happiest, truest life, and not to follow through unfamiliar responsibilities. Bottom line, family is defined by the people who love you, who you truly are, and make you feel happy. So, yeah, it's very important to, you know, recognize those relationships 
and see which connections have the potential to last. Next up, number four, comparison really is the thief of joy. In our 20s, we'll always find ourselves spending a lot of time comparing us, who we are, to everyone else. Like, you know, asking ourselves, why am I not as smart, skinny, or pretty as this other person? Like most of us do, right? But while in middle school and high school might have taught you to fit in, your 20s can teach you to just be okay with who you are, to be more self-aware. So it's important to have that positive self-talk every now and then. Like, you know, you could face the mirror every time you wake up and tell yourself I'm awesome, I love myself, and I have bad days. It's, you know, important to normalize those things. But now I own who I am and there is no one else like me. So comparing myself to someone else is a waste of time. Of course, avoiding comparisons to other people, whether it's in appearance, personality, career, or even financial status, takes a lot of practice and mindfulness. But the good news is that it gets easier as you get older. Trust me, you become more self-aware as you go through the process of self-discovery in your 20s. And this leads me to number 5. You won't always have your shit together. When we're 18 years old, we're told to, you know, figure out what we want to do for the rest of our lives. How can anyone be expected to make that decision when they were so young, right? Or really at any point in their lives when we should always be growing. So I thought to myself I would have my shit together when I was in my 20s, but now I don't even know what having my shit together means. I mean, I'm almost in my 30s. I wouldn't really say that my life's a mess at the moment. Actually, I'm at the happy stage. I have more contentment and all that. But I wouldn't exactly say that I'm 100% put together as the woman I am. Especially in the age of social media, we think everyone else has their shit together because of all the posted curated content. It makes us think they look better, they eat better, eat healthy, live in nicer homes or happier. But actually, in reality, everyone else is just as much of a hot mess as you are. I promise. So yes, you won't always have your shit together, but that's okay. And leading me to number six as well. You won't always have your shit together, so it's okay to ask for help. I recall always feeling uncomfortable being a burden by asking for help, especially that uh, my personality, it comes with my personality as well. As a Virgo, you know, well, yeah, in astrology, Virgo is a very independent sign. So I sometimes I find asking for help a bit you know, would be my last resort if I ever encounter struggles in in life. But yeah, sometimes I realize that the people in my life want to be there for me as well. So I started to open up. The same way we want to be there to support our loved ones, they want to be there for us too. As a giver like me, I am often used to you know, taking care of my loved ones and giving for them, providing for them, and helping them out. But when it comes to my own struggles, I really find it hard to ask for help. But knowing this kind of idea and having this kind of mindset 
helped me a lot because I started opening it up to them. However, the key is not to have a significant other, a best friend, or even your mom be your entire support system. You can build a support system of multiple people you trust and identify who can help in different ways. For example, your significant other might be able to, you know, be there for you when you need a laugh and distress, and your mom might be a great career support or, you know, might give you a great career advice when you're feeling lost. And a friend who you go to with any anxiety that comes up on a daily basis, it's really okay to be asking for help, but, you know, ask for help and seek support for more than one person. You don't have to be really dependent on just one or maybe really dependent on your significant other. It could be multiple people. Well, because number seven, no one judges you nearly as often as you think they do. So it's totally okay to ask for help if you're worried about, you know, getting judged by others or not. They really don't care and it really doesn't matter, okay? So get ready for an ego check. Feeling insecure about it set on your chin and don't want to go in public? No one is going to see it or care about it or, you know, think about those acne marks in your skin as much as you think they will. But if you're ever worrying about a conversation you had or overthinking a drunken night out, nobody cares about your actions that much in the best way possible. Your loved ones care about you emotionally, but they do not care about any small details that you have that you really hate about yourself or overthink something you said during an intoxicated night out. Your friends wouldn't, you know, possibly remember that during the day too. So if you're worried about feeling judged, remember that everyone else is too busy worrying about what other people are thinking of them to overthink you too. So eight, you might become an entirely different person in your 20s and that's a good thing. If you're continuing to grow your entire life as we are all meant to, you will probably be very different year to year and decade to decade. But you might notice an even greater transformation in your 20s when you're moving away from home, starting a family, graduating college, getting in more serious relationships, or progressing through your career. Well, maybe you even look back on vintage Facebook posts from when you were younger and feel embarrassed about what you posted or cannot believe you used to act or look that way you did as a kid. Or maybe a younger version of you wouldn't believe where you are or who you are today. I believe that actually your 20s are when you learn the most about yourself. So you are growing to more of who you're meant to be. Screw what anyone thinks of you, you know, be authentically you. So yes, that leads me to number nine. Teenage you lied. 30 isn't old. And I'm telling myself that right now since I'm, you know, going to experience the last of my 20s soon and almost turning to 30s. Well, I would say that the only difference is that while I sleep a little more and hangovers don't roll off as easily as they did as when I was in my early 20s, you don't finally feel grown up, as others say, when you hit 30 like you thought you would as a teenager. Well, actually, in my late 20s, I still feel like the energy that I have was the same 
as I did when I was in my early 20s. So I guess our 30s wouldn't be any different. Your 30s are not when you magically hit that picket white man's life or feel established in your career. You're still learning and I think yeah, it's the process of growth and having fun. I was still experiencing the 30s and I'm excited to, you know, see that for myself as well. I guess you learn so much in your 20s, but it doesn't stop on your 30th birthday or yeah, even in the last year of your 20s. People are always changing, growing, and learning life lessons through every decade. So, yes, I think I would say that we just have to continue to be gentle. You know, you learn that people are going through more than they let on. So we need to look for the clues, often hidden, and try to understand. And if you can't understand, just be there. There are too many people in the world always thinking about the dark times and feeling overwhelmed when, you know, a new decade approaches. So you don't need to be another. Lastly, I would say that another lesson would be it's okay to leave love until last. Well, it might hurt because you're a hopeless romantic and everyone will seem to get their happy endings before you. But you'll probably have many other options too. So the trick is to start out those who really have potentials from the ones that you see or you don't really see staying in the long run. You'll meet a few potentials in your life, especially in your 20s. But you have to resist the temptation to... Run away with the first one who calls you wonderful or beautiful because it's the first time you've heard it. They'll soon be saying it to someone else instead, you know, especially if you're still in your early 20s. Sometimes you'll also think you've found the one. Even first glances make you feel that way. But again, don't get tempted by a nice face and rose-tinted daydreams. This is when the waiting game ensues and time will tell you a lot. Love isn't overrated and deep down you know that so if i were you i'd wait for the real deal wait until it hurts to sleep alone for the 365th time because it'll be worth it in the end when you know you got it right you gotta find your peace and find it as often as you can it's okay to be single too you know find joy in singlehood your peace comes in different forms it could be the ocean, go for a beach getaway, or the way the leaves fall in autumn, or the way the rain falls during the rainy season, cups of tea, films that make you cry, <laughs> comedy that makes you laugh, road trips you plan, and adventures you didn't plan. Read books. They're the only thing that'll take you someplace else when you need to escape the very room or rot you're stuck in. Music will also do this. Find songs that say what you can. Share them, play them loud, and be front row at the concert. And yeah, still looking forward to that year's tour by Taylor Swift. But give some for yourself too. For 1am in your bedroom, have that playlist, or for your first night someday. And don't always feel like you have to make plans. Plans have their expiry dates, and so do you. So... 
you gotta live for now. That's the most important thing, you know. Really enjoying the journey. Because one day you'll realize you're 32. When it feels like just yesterday, you were 22. Time will have flown by and you won't know how it happened. The fire and energy of your youth will calm down. And although things may not change much, looking at old pictures and fussy videos taken with cheap phones will make everything feel different soon. Certain smells will remind you of your childhood and friends you don't talk to anymore. Hanging out with friends will turn into special reunions and even your mom's burnt recipe will taste like the best food ever. And some days, you may struggle to remember what happened in those 10 years, but don't forget to take deep breaths. Let go of stress, enjoy the sunshine, and live a little. Because before you know it, tomorrow will be your 30th birthday. We all live our lives in decades and wonder how in the world we got here. So better make the most of your life and enjoy the journey. Because in the midst of life's ebbs and flows, there will be days when the weight of 10 years feels overwhelming, tying knots in our chest. In those moments, let us remember to breathe deeply, to release the burdens that constrict our spirits. For within us lies an unwavering spirit, resilient and capable of embracing the sunlit moments that await us. Tomorrow's sun rises with a promise of new adventures is where we shall ease the day and live a little. So, I guess as we stand at the threshold of the next chapter, let us carry forward the lessons learned in our 20s. The laughter shared and the memories etched upon our hearts, even with people who are not in our lives anymore. May we embrace the journey that lies ahead, knowing that the tapestry of our lives will continue to unfold, adorned with the threads of growth, inspiration, and the joy of living. So, thanks for tuning in. See you again next Sunday for another inspirational conversation on our life as creatives and writers. My name is Marge, and you just listened to this Meta Words Met podcast.